Hello and welcome back to another episode of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and I am joined by Sarah DeYoung. Mm-hmm. No Pastor DJ Laura, but Pastor Paul Cross is in the house. The, the Terry Bradshaw. The Terry Bradshaw of of that podcast. The Terry oh. Bradshaw. Yes, the Terry Bradshaw. I don't know if you ever used to watch the Tonight Show back before the Earth's Crust Hard <laughs> and Jay Leno was the host. And yeah. it seemed that anytime they had a guest bail on them, uh, Terry Bradshaw <laughs> would substitute. And so I am the Terry Bradshaw of that podcast. So if we would like to bring this into like a 21st century... Uh, 21st century, we'd be smart, Alec, right It would bat, be huh? uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon, I suppose. I don't watch that show, so... I, I thought... I thought what you meant was uh, that DJ was Phil Robertson. Phil Robertson. And you were Terry Bradshaw. No, 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 no <laughs> not at all. No, that's not the deal. D- D- DJ, of course, is the much desired star of the show. And, you know, when he can't show up, uh, I, I have to come in and pinch it. Tell my stupid, L- yeah, LSU stories and stuff. It was LSU, wasn't it, where, where Terry went? I think uh-huh. it was. Guys, this is before this. This is a long time ago. Stumped Ryan on a college Ooh. football story, right there. Um, it I, it may have I, been. I, I, yeah, it's, I think. It's well, you're easy. you're going back. You're going back a long ways. I now. am, but I I do. Uh, yeah, find I, out. We're, we're, we're going to find the Google machine is yeah. at work. Okay, um, like Louis, Louisiana Tech University. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Wow. And Woodlawn High School. And Woodlawn mm-hmm. High School. Mm-hmm. I knew it was Louisiana. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. It was not LSU, though. So, nope, it no. was not. Oh well, I knew it was from Louisiana, but yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, but at least Terry he's been from Louisiana and can pronounce his his last name, as opposed <laughs> to other quarterbacks who are from Mississippi uh, who cannot pronounce their last name. So, but we won't go into that. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> Poor Brett. Poor Brett. Sorry, I could not resist. I could not resist. Oh, that's great, Sarah. Where have you been? Yeah been busy with work man it's been it's been a busy summer it has lots, it's, of, lots of things going on all over the place summer is flying by mm-hmm. yeah it's it is flying it's july by. are you Actually, going on any even, trips it's not even summer anymore you know what it is it's past the fourth of july oh no it's fall it's fall i watched hocus pocus the other day mm-hmm. on july 5th why I, I drank for my pumpkin spice mug it's fall man oh, are we going to have to deal with that again <laughs> that yeah i guess so so, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> are you going in on any trips or have you been going on trips all summer? Uh, I've been to a lot of uh, local places this summer, but I've got some uh, vacations planned for the fall winter. Really? Yeah. Going to uh, Nashville in September. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Is that where Dolly is from? No. Not going to Dollywood? Not yet. That was supposed to be, that's a sore subject, Ryan. <laughs> That's supposed well, to be for my 25th birthday, but it was COVID. So we well, I know, go. but how far away are you in across, across the state? I am going. Close, you'll be closer than you were than you are in Fargo. Well, true. <laughs> this is for somebody else's birthday, though. Oh, well. And then uh, going to Florida in November for a family friend's wedding. Oh, nice! So Excellent. Did, mm-hmm. Does your family friend know that? Uh, that it's still hurricane season in November in Florida. <laughs> well, they're getting married on the beach, so they're I'm not too married sure. On the beach. Well, no, they, they must not know. <laughs> the hurricanes happen on the other beach. Uh, yeah. Let, let me put it to you, let me put it to you like this. I had attempted to uh, go to uh, uh, the the Golden Isles in Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jekyll Island, uh, in November of last year, figuring that you know maybe it's towards the end. But no, 
No, no, no, no. They had to had to cancel everything because it swept through both sides. It swept wow. through the Gulf side and the Atlantic side. Ooh. You know, they can't do that. I want you to know that. Huh. So uh, you're not safe at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there a national park or something down there? Uh, actually, there is. Uh, Cumberland Island, uh, one of the three Golden oh. Isles. You have uh, Cumberland Island, Jekyll Island, and St. Simon's Island. And Cumberland Island, the whole thing is a national park. That's correct. Wow. It's where the rich used to go to vacation, but uh, then oh, okay. they all turned it over to the national park. Got a big tax break, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. You know how the government works. Okay. What about you? Are you going anywhere? I've been somewhere. You've been oh, somewhere. I've been somewhere. We uh, Speaking of the above said national parks, uh, uh, Rhonda, the sainted Mrs. Cross, and I went on uh, a little uh, a 14-day jaunt. I got uh, ticked off 19. Didn't tick them off. Uh, they're, they're still pretty happy. Uh, uh, clicked off uh, 19 national park sites. You uh, could say wow. you crossed them off. I crossed them off. Oh, upon my word. Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we 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 did uh, the uh, you know uh, we went to uh, 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 the Grand Tetons and Yellowstone with Rhonda and I and four hundred thousand of our close personal friends. Mm. And um, how was uh, it? You know, it, Yellowstone is of course exceptional. A a, 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 a bison, a bison uh, found my my car. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my Mustang is as attractive as I do. I saw the video. And, and the video is quite something. It's, it's, <laughs> I haven't uh, seen this. Oh oh oh. Well, we it's too bad we don't 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 have video with this podcast because we could be showing it right now. This one could could kind of hit a couple hundred thousand on on the, on the YouTubes uh, uh, because the, the the Bison has a very happy face, uh, a very mm-hmm. happy face. But what I did find out later is that he was putting his pheromones on my car to mark his spot, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there was a park ranger who. Had happened to be behind me and uh he uh, took his steam jenny and and gave my car a good cleaning uh, yeah. afterwards uh, uh and uh it, it, full service F- full service national park stuff that, yeah. hey <laughs> national park and i we're like this we're tight uh, uh but we did that and then we did the whole southern idaho thing that was kind of different okay uh, uh, kind of uh, like well craters of the moon that's an interesting okay. national park it even kind of looked it's a uh, big lava flow um saw some interesting uh, things there um then we did uh, uh a promontory utah the golden spike golden spike where the two of them come together mm. a lot of fun there um city of rocks uh there's an obscure national park site if there ever was one uh city of rocks it was on the uh or a little cutoff on the oregon trail and it is uh it's looks like a a, a bunch of ruins mm. but it's natural and then um a uh, uh, couple other ones. I uh, went to Little Bighorn. It happened to be the 145th anniversary of the event, and so there was a reenactment going on. Uh, went to uh, Grant Corps Ranch, went to Fort Union Trading Post, and went to the Knife River Indian Village's National Historic Site, which is the closest national park to Atonement Lutheran Church. Really? Absolutely. The closest national park site. It's pretty. Well, let me see. Is, is Pipestone closer? Uh, that might be a toss up. They're pretty close. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, Pipestone. I keep forgetting. That Aren't the Badlands a national park? The Badlands are a national park. Okay. And it's not a bad one. But <laughs> well, the-, the same geological formation in North Dakota is also a national park, Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Oh, okay. And that is an exceptional national park. Mm. As a matter of fact, I happen to believe that pound for pound, uh, Teddy Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota 
is perhaps the best national park, pound for pound. Now, it's tough to beat Yellowstone. It really is. I mean, got all that stuff. But it's, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's not that big. I mean, it's kind of small, but they got the bisons and they got the the uh, the elks and they got the uh, 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 Rotarians and they've got the uh, Kiwanis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, no, they got the whole deal there. And the geological features are kind of interesting. Let's face it. Yellowstone is, of course, is 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 the 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 the, the, the diamond of all mm-hmm. national parks. Mm-hmm. But Teddy Roosevelt's pretty sick. actually, in truth, Sarah. <laughs> West River of South Dakota is quite exceptional. Not bad. I love West River, South Dakota. I think West River, South Dakota is amazing. I came across uh, Custer, not State Park. I've been mm-hmm. there many times. It should be a national park. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But I came across Custer National Forest in central western uh, South Dakota. I mean, right out there in uh, clear sky country where there's mm-hmm. just not big sky country. Somebody has that guy, uh, moniker already taken. But in the clear skies out there, in the darkest skies in the lower 48, uh, in uh, western South Dakota, there is a little place called Custer National Forest, and there's a little campground out there, and it's just amazing. You, It's there. What do you say? This doesn't belong here. There's some, you know, hills that are almost mountains with pine trees on them and all mm-hmm. sorts of, it's it's very strange you just don't expect it mm-hmm. out there in all that ranch land but of course i also did go to uh, mount rushmore i uh, had to get my 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 pins and patches of course in mount rushmore uh, and we passed by the beloved no we didn't uh, I, I did pick up a brochure i was going to bring you it. don't stop through you you stop to visit it's an event no no we, we 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 passed by and we got a we got a brochure right from reptile gardens oh, oh okay yeah, we got a, you know reptile gardens is one of the best uh a, a private attractions in the black hills really it's a great private attraction for a second oh. i thought you were going to say waldrug and i got no excited. no no reptile gardens mm-hmm. you know reptile garden there's this other thing down the street from Reptile Gardens. I, some people like it. I'm not sure. But uh, she's just it's, seething. She's it's the seething. preferred. She's seething over there. <laughs> she's just can't wait. She's just going nuts. She's, Bear Country USA is better. Bear Country. She had, she had uh, to say I that. will go to the grave for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and has many more cars in it than, in the parking lot than the other one. But I just love kind of uh, saying Reptile Gardens. Because, of course, you know, it's, it's famous for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Black Hills are absolutely famous for, for reptiles <laughs> <laughs> well known uh, yes indeed uh Sounds. and they're uh uh, uh they're what's the zone the the, the the mystery zone or something zone or something there's some sort of zone out there that, oh cosmos cosmos yes yeah, oh yeah. where everything seems to be uh exactly wackadoodle wackadoodle mm-hmm. but we did go, go see the presidents and so forth on the on the mountain there and mm. uh, it was good uh but i do like west river south dakota it's an amazing place hmm She's, it's okay. She's seething. It's a great over place there. to see. She's seething. Over <laughs> great faces, great places, and all that. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and notice that the great things are in West River, South Dakota. Just to kind of let you know. No, those are the great faces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> great places. That's different. Ryan, what's your plans for the summer? We you are. Haven't been really on any trips, have you? Uh, not this summer. Well, other than the, the mission trip to Duluth. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to drive to the East Coast Ooh. in August. Yep. We're going to go to... Why fly? It's a 14-hour drive. Midwestern. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, not to cut you off. I just have to share. So for my tr- two trips coming up, I have to laugh because 
one, I'm going, it's me and some high school friends. And we're like, oh, yep. You guys fly out of Sioux Falls. I'll fly out of Fargo. Meet you in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sounds good. Sure. My dad's planning our Florida trip. And in true dad fashion, why, why take, why leave from the two medium sized airports of the towns we both live in? Mm -hmm. They're going to drive up from Sioux Falls. Pick me up in Fargo. (laughs) We're going to drive down to the cities. Really? Fly out of Minneapolis. Oh, it gets better. Fly into Orlando. Drive to Siesta Keys. If that's not it's dad just, complicated. Does your does your dad know just how big a state Florida is? Uh, does he have any concept of he, once you get to Miami, you still have to drive forever to he, get to Key West? He is the king of why fly you can drive. It's 14 hours. Oh, oh okay. Well, I gotcha. see. But let, let me just say this. Uh, Florida is long that's, that's in both ways. End to end, it is if, a long if, state. If you're, go, if you're in Jacksonville and you want to get to Key West, be prepared. If you're in Jacksonville and want to get to Pensacola, be prepared. It's a long drive, friends. You think North Dakota is a long drive. You think Montana is a long drive. Uh, drive mm-hmm. in Florida, as I said. Actually, Montana is a long drive. It's about 600 miles mm-hmm. uh, from 94. 90 in Coeur d'Alene to 94 in, what is it? Oh, Glendive or whatever that place is. So anyway. I, I'm I'm curious now. You are flying into where and then driving to where? Orlando. I've heard we're flying into Orlando. You're flying into Orlando, mm-hmm. and you're driving to where? The Siesta Keys. All right, I got I got to check this out. Siesta. Now they might be on the west side of the state. Siesta Key, Florida. Oh, oh yeah. Let's see. That is, ah, it's only 177 yeah, miles. That's that's the west coast. Then. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're not talking yeah. about like the Keys. Keys. No, no. No, yeah. not that far. Like Keys Cafe. Because that, be yeah. that would be quite a trip. That would yeah. be quite a trip. No, we're going to, uh, we're going to drive to the East Coast. So we're going to, uh, we want to hit um, uh, Niagara Falls. Slowly mm-hmm. I turn, <laughs> inch by inch, step by step, Niagara Falls. <laughs> what is for that? All you, it's for all you Three Stooges fans out there. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, uh, going to right outside of Harrisburg is where our friends live. So oh, we're cool. going to stay there, and then we'll Which go. Is nowhere near uh, Niagara Falls. No. It's really not, but, no. I mean, if you're that close. Yeah. So you're going to the northeast. The north, yeah. Mid-Atlantic. Well, well yeah. That is the mid-Atlantic. New England, as some may say. No, 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 no. That is the mid-Atlantic. Oh. Okay. We, are, we are about an hour and a half north of Washington, D.C. when we're there. Oh, okay. So we're gonna go to Gettysburg, oh, well. uh, maybe New York City. We'll see. Get a rope <laughs> <laughs> for all you Pace Picante fans out there. <laughs> I think we need to look into the demographics of who listens to this. Be. Update Alvarez. Well, we're trying to <laughs> try to educate them. <laughs> <laughs> so, as my friend Pastor Paul Cross would say, it's going to be a yabba dabba do time. S- speaking of a different demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be fun. A lot of fun. Starting to so. see why I have DJ as a regular and me as a pinch hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pinch hitting, yeah. uh, last night, uh, crazy baseball history. Not a, I haven't followed uh, Major League Baseball in a long time, but mm-hmm. uh, we had a, a, a relief pitcher come to bat. Only his second at-bat in Major League history. I mean, in, in, in the majors, it's only his second at bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the boy knocks a dinger. Uh, he really? hits a home run, and uh, 
uh, there are three men on base. Uh, uh, oh, a relief wow. pitcher hitting a grand, grand slam, slam home run. His first major league hit his second major league at bat. That's pretty wow. Cool. Yeah, pretty good odds. I would. I would yeah. just. Hang, I would just hang up my. my yeah. Yep. Time to retire. Time yeah. to retire, man. Just Can't do anything better than that. How about that? Put the bat on the wall and go to bed. <laughs> San, du- San Diego. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, playing cool. against the, uh, the 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 Washington Nationals. Very cool. Mm. Yeah. So nice. Yep. Okay. Well, what do we want to talk about? I was told God and stuff was God. the topic today. I still think that should be the name of the podcast, but that's just me. That's well, again, it's that's, taken. That's to, tone deaf to the demographic. Well, we did tr- the research. Tr- truth, truth be told, so is that podcast. There's a lot of that podcasts. Yeah. There is. So, anyway, gotta, gotta that's, look at when they start. That's for another time. I'll tell you what we could talk about. What on July the 4th mm-hmm. of 2021. Okay. Mm-hmm. Recent. A little store, chain of stores named Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. You might have heard of them. Don't get me started on Hobby Lobby. Why? I was just there the other day. They got rid of their 40% off coupon. Did they really? Yeah, I've got a real bone to pick with them right now. Oh, so do a lot of other people. Oh. Yeah, it's been uh, not about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. On July the 4th of mm-hmm. 2021, this news story came out because Hobby Lobby... In, uh, it says here, many, well, I'll read the headline. Hobby Lobby advocates for a Christian-run government uh, in Independence Day ads placed in many national newspapers. And I've got the ad in front of me here. And uh, it is a a full-page ad. And on the top, it says, One Nation Under God. It's got, it looks to be a child wrapped in an American flag. And then uh, it says... Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord from Psalm 33, 12. And then it goes on to have a bunch of quotes from people who are long gone now. <laughs> 18, uh, what do we got? 1787. Uh, we've got uh, a quote from Ben Franklin, John Adams, uh, the wait, first wait, wait, chief wait, wait, justice. What's the Ben Franklin? I'm just curious about that. I, I want to hear what Ben Franklin has to say about this. This is uh, th- this. That well, I, so, so they've got this. They've got this broken up. They've got quotes from presidents, founding fathers, sure, sure. Supreme Court justices, Congress, education, Supreme Court rulings, and foreign opinion. Yeah. Ben Franklin, and I quote. I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, it is probable that an, that an empire can rise, or is it possible that an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. I firmly believe this. It would be Psalm 127. Yeah, just to let you know in case he didn't know what he was quoting from. I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. Wow. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. I'd be curious about that one. Of all the listing there, Ben Ben, Ben kind of tops the list as being kind of more cynical about the, the matters of faith and so forth. I know, I do know that he was a member of a church. Uh, I, I do know that, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, 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 there was, a, there's an old story. I'll, I'll spare the story. We won't go in there. Cause I, <laughs> I could be wrong about the story and I don't okay. want to be 
gigged for being wrong in the presence of Sarah. <laughs> well, I was going to ask because I feel like I was now take this with a grain of salt. I was listening to my uh, conspiracy theory podcast yep. about how they, they had mentioned that uh, Ben Franklin was a pagan. Ben Franklin. Or he was a part of many uh, fraternity. Soci- secret like, societies. Yes. yes. That, that oh, would be of yeah. that variety. Yeah. He was a part a, of something. Yeah. Freemason and Illuminati and yeah. all that sort of yeah. thing. And, uh, there are a few things about Ben that, are, that may not pass the sniff test when it comes to orthodoxy. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he, I, I do believe I, I, someone will correct me if I'm wrong. I'm confident of that. I Put believe he was a, a member of uh, the, a Presbyterian church, which would have been a little unusual because he was, you know, in Pennsylvania and then in uh, uh, Boston and kind of in Boston, mostly Congregationalists and uh, Pennsylvania, kind of a mix of things there. Um, uh, but uh, no, old Ben. He shares uh, uh, young Ian's birthday. Uh, the, oh, 17th, okay. Uh, although not the exact date, it was seventeen oh three. But uh, uh, and Ian was uh, nineteen ninety six. But uh, he he claimed Ben Ben Franklin in his autobiography claimed to have been raised Presbyterian. See, I had that okay. right. I, I, mm-hmm. Yes, I. I, I we we do we do real time fact checking here. Real time fact checking. Well, you know, I'm glad that the 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 gray matters haven't slipped too much. Uh, uh, yes. So yeah, and there there's other uh, uh, foreign opinion and uh, con- now, there's a great story. But this 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 is a great. Uh, uh, he was a, a, a journalist, and journalists tend to be very cynical of, of matters of religion. And I don't know if this is an absolutely true story or not, but it's a great story regardless whether it's true or not. But supposedly, uh, he was uh, seen at the back of a, uh, a, a gathering uh, where George Whitfield was speaking. George Whitfield was an amazing orator, a circuit writer of uh, Methodist uh, persuasion. And uh, I was actually an Anglican, uh, uh, but, you know, he had that, uh, you know, the, the, the stuff with, uh, with Wesley and so forth. But uh, uh, George Whitfield is, uh, is speaking, and he was quite the evangelist. And uh, uh, a younger cub reporter supposedly comes up to Franklin, seeing there, thinks he's going to get a shot at Franklin, and says, uh, Mr. Franklin, uh, do you come to hear Mr. Whitfield because you believe what he says? And Franklin replies back. He said, "No, I come to hear Mr. Whitfield because Mr. Whitfield believes what he says." It's <laughs> a clever one. Yes, it was clever. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Hobby Lobby. Yes, they, Hobby Lobby. They spent a lot of money to put these sure. uh, ads out. I'm sure. Makes sense why I, they I had to assume. get rid of that forty percent off coupon. <laughs> Still bitter about it. Yeah. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? Well. Um, they, what, what the, their thoughts now, um, what, what specifically are they advocating again? Be, be, well, now this is, this is the ad, like I said, one nation under God, and then blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it goes on and on and on with all these quotes. Like I read from Ben Franklin. Oh, that is, that's, that's the, uh, uh, the 12 step group for people to talk too much on and on and on, on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> So that that the 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 majority of this ad it's it's uh, is these quotes from okay. all these 
like I said, uh, you're looking at a quote from someone from 1853, 1854, wow. uh, 1700s, 1600s. Uh, and then on the bottom, mm-hmm. it says, if you'd like to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, visit what? Need Him Ministry at the, the website they've got here. Uh, you can download a free Bible on your phone here. Uh, and then at the way bottom in the very, very Excellent. fine print, it says Hobby Lobby and uh, that Mardell Stores. Is that is that who owns? I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, uh, and it gives Hobby Lobby's website and copyright Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Yahoo News, a lot of other news sources, I just chose Yahoo News out of all of them, um, Is uh, wrote an article about mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby is advocating for a, a, a Christian, well, they're, their headline, Hobby Lobby advocates for a Christian-run government in Independence Day ads placed in many national newspapers. I kind of thought about this a little bit because I was like, well, is that what they're doing? And then the more I thought about it, well, what else would they be doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, I, I, I think there's two things here, uh, first of all. One is it, it, that you have to ask the question, A, are they in fact advocating for a Christian-run government? And B, um, uh, uh, is the, the news media uh, in Hobby Lobby because they're, you know, a, a target. Uh, in, oh, for sure they're yeah. a target. Uh, are they being sort of misrepresented? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd have to ask those two questions. Mm-hmm. Those are the two questions I'd ask. Is, is, are, are they being misrepresented by what they're saying? And uh, uh, if they're being misrepresented, that's, that's not fair. That's, that's not right. Right. Uh, imagine that. Uh, uh, <laughs> but... Um, uh, but if they, in fact, are saying uh, uh, advocating for a Christian-led government, that's kind of curious. Um, yeah, you know, it's it it is curious. Looking at the ad, there's nothing that overtly says that. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you do me a favor on that Google machine while I'm mm-hmm. talking? Mm-hmm. Will you go to the Virginia Bill of Rights, uh, the Wikipedia page? Certainly, Virginia Bill of Rights. This is because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, uh, what did the founding fathers really say about this sort of stuff. Because I, I happen to find that uh, uh, the Virginia Bill of Rights, for those of you who are unaware, uh, uh, were written uh, largely by a man by the name of George Mason. Uh, uh, George Mason has a university named after him in uh, uh, Fairfax, Virginia. It happens mm-hmm. to be my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Uh, but George Mason, responsible for the Virginia Bill of Rights, I believe there are 16 specific articles. And uh, uh, is that, in fact, the case? Yeah, yep, 16. Do they have all 16 of them there? They, they do. They've I got would, all of them. I would encourage you to go to number 16 for a second. But uh, they were, in fact, the basis for the uh, original 12 articles in the Bill of Rights, uh, which got whittled down to 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about the 10 uh, 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 you know, articles in the Bill of Rights. Yep, but yep. it started out as 12, and, and two of them got punted, the first two, and then they got later reincorporated. Long story there. But would you mind reading number 16 uh, of the Virginia Bill of Rights? That religion or the duty which we owe to our creator and the manner of discharging it can be directed only by reason and conviction, not by force or violence. And therefore, all men are equally entitled to the free exercise of religion. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? It mm-hmm. sounds really familiar. Okay, yes, that's George Mason's idea. Acor- but he goes on to say something interesting here. According to the dictates of conscience, let's see, according to the dictates of conscience, and that 
It is the mutual duty of all to practice Christian forbearance, love, and charity towards each other. Now, that's a fascinating statement. Hey, guys. I want to take a minute to highlight a great organization you should know about, the Next Step ND. Abuse, abandonment, poverty, and neglect leave thousands of people hopeless after being trafficked. After shelter care, these victims have a long road ahead of them. Once on their own, many experience depression, suicidal thoughts, and are vulnerable to entering the sex industry again. For most, safe employment and higher education remain out of reach. Without an advocate, there is little hope for them. The Next Step ND is here to bridge the gap and meet the needs of those who have been trafficked or have been affiliated with human trafficking and are looking for long-term healing and restoration. To learn more about the Next Step ND or how you can support the work they do, visit thenextstepnd.org or check them out on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube by searching The Next Step ND. And now, back to the show. You know, there are a lot of uh, people who advocate uh, uh, what the news media, again, I don't know, we have to distinguish. If, if uh, There are people who basically say this is a Christian country and so forth, and, mm-hmm. and they go with that. Uh, this particular little passage right here uh, from Mr. Mason uh, points out that if you, in fact, are a Christian, you need to practice what? forbearance towards others, mm-hmm. which seems to be lacking in society today, a, a fair amount of forbearance towards others. And it does seem to be lacking on both sides of the uh, of the discussion, those people who are advocating that Christians all be done something to and terrible, mm-hmm. and those people that are saying Christians are being persecuted by people who say that something terrible should be done to them. And uh, uh, there's a profound lack of forbearance, but I, I liked how Mason commented that it, it's the duty of Christian people to be forbearing towards one another and for, towards forbearing towards others. I found that to be immensely fascinating. This does not get brought up in the discussion anywhere that I see. It doesn't. And, and just so if anybody's listening to this while they're driving so they're not Googling forbearance, I just figured maybe I'll, I'll read the Not a bad definition. idea. Yeah. I forget my demographic. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about student loans, guys. <laughs> Patient self-control, restraint, and tolerance. Yes. Uh, and, of course, then Christians go wild when they hear the word tolerance. I, I go mm-hmm. wild when I hear the word tolerance, just to let you know I am a Christian, and I, I do have that autonomic response. Uh, and uh, you almost lost your coffee there. I just I, about did. did. Almost been, needed a new mic. <laughs> I had a new computer, too. That would have been rich, man. That would have been worth the price of admission. Uh, but uh, I, 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 I do think this is a bit of a challenge right here uh, because— um, well, how are we going to talk about this? Um, uh, let's suppose they're, they're advocating for a Christian-run government. I, and I recognize that. What's that show, Handmaiden's Tale? You know, Yeah, I've never that, seen it. I haven't either, but that's got to be the goofiest. Pre- talk about something that no way, no how on earth is this going to happen. Matter of fact, the opposite is going to happen. But uh, in you know the, the, the secularist nightmare that uh, <laughs> somehow this horrible thing takes place, this is just... This is just la la land in goofiness that uh, something like this could happen. They're just they're just sort of sort of stoking the fears of people. You know, uh, oh, fear uh, goes a long way. Yeah, it really does go a long way. But um, you know, um, uh, let let's say that this does. I, I'm not. You know, I have to confess. I I, I grew up 
uh, in an elementary school. My first off base, I grew up going to uh, the base elementary schools at an Air Force base, uh, uh, kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. But my first uh, non-base elementary schools were in Virginia. Uh, uh, and uh, I, I vividly remember having uh, uh, Bible stories uh, read to me uh, uh, as a part mm. of the curriculum. Of course, now this would people drive people nuts and right. so forth. Uh, you know, and gosh, I, I don't know. <laughs> if 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 any if anything is indicative of well you know my generation of people were read Bible stories and look how crazily secular they turned out I mean mm-hmm. uh, what's up with that I mean is there a cause and effect there that you know if you read Bible stories to kids in in a public school they're going to wind up as the most secular generation they've had in years and rebellious and pot mm. smoking and free loving and all the other sort of stuff <laughs> I mean what what kind of correlation is there I mean is that what happened? Is, is this is what people are afraid of happening? You know, is mm-hmm. that you read a Bible story? Maybe they're reading, you know, Samson and Delilah, or you know, uh, <laughs> David and Bathsheba, or something like that. Or you know, maybe those are the stories they're reading. Uh, they're cherry picking. Yes, cherry. But well, you know, there is that. Nobody's ever done that. No one's ever done that. <laughs> but you know, I, I I do remember reading. You know, I grew up in a marginally religious home, mm-hmm. uh, and. This might have been the only place that I heard Bible stories read, except for maybe going to Sunday school because we were marginally religious. I mean, we weren't really heavily uh, going into school, Sunday school, and that sort of stuff was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I don't recall this being a, a, this, the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. However, uh, now that I've sort of got a few miles on the odometer, I, I have had to think about this a little bit. You know the whole issue of prayer in school, uh, and that goes with that. I, I want Christians specifically to think about that a little bit uh, and, and forbearance. Um, you know there are places uh, uh, where uh, the predominant faith um, uh, has a, a lot of influence. Oddly enough, now not, it's not true anymore. But when I actually had demographic data on this, which is 1970, which of course is 50 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, North Dakota uh, was one of the few places where there was a dominant, or it was more of a plurality. It wasn't that kind of a dominant. Only one state had a, a majority dominance, and that was, we'll get to that. But North Dakota had a plurality of dominance of Lutheranism mm. uh, in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was 1970. This was long ago right. and far away. That's I'm confident not true anymore. But Utah, of course, had a, a, a majority religion. Okay. Now, if I am a Lutheran in the majority religion of, of Utah, mm-hmm. I certainly don't want the majority religion of Utah in the public school telling my kids how to pray and who to pray to. Teaching theology. Teaching theology. Mm-hmm. I, I most assuredly would not want that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a remarkably bad idea because, uh, A, they would do it in such a way that I might deem to be uh, incorrect. Mm-hmm. And, B, for crying out loud, that's my job. Basically, it's my job to be teaching this. I mean, uh, you, you teach civics, I'll teach faith. Uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you teach how to, uh, to, to be good citizens and pay your taxes, and uh, I'll teach them how to be uh, good stewards and uh, uh, give their tithes. Uh, you know, but but let, let's, let's keep these things, uh, as Jesus says, render to Caesar unto Caesar the things that are God's unto God's. Now, um, uh, 
we could get in a long discussion about this, and I know that I probably will get a little bit of feedback from this. Uh, <laughs> I suspect, uh, but I, I'm not as I'm not as excited about uh, uh, governmental involvement in matters of faith and faith matters involved of government. I'm not as excited about that as some people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes me nervous, to be honest with you. That uh, uh, there are certain things, you know, um, that I get. Uh, I think would be examples of, of stuff where I think people of faith need to be um, pretty clear about. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, we we could we could have long discussions about that. But uh, for sure, Martin Luther talked about this. He did a lot. I yeah. think he, he yeah. did. Uh, I, I, you know, there's there's a there's an erroneous quote of Luther's that says uh, I, I don't I, I don't think anybody's been able to find it, but it gets passed off as a Luther quote that he said I'd rather be ruled by a smart Turk than a stupid Christian mm. Turk being a Muslim mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and a derogatory word for Muslim at the time it was not a kind oh, thing okay. for him to say. he did he did say derogatory things so as I said <laughs> the people tend to, to miss that I mean he was noted for saying derogatory things so mm-hmm. anyway huh okay so yeah he baited into saying more things that might be unpopular trying <laughs> <laughs> well <sighs> You know, I'm, I'm, I look at the, I read the article, I, I, I'm looking at the ad here. Mm-hmm. What are they trying to say? I, I, I don't know. I, you know, let, let's be, I, I think that uh, even, even a, a, a cynic like Benjamin Franklin can recognize that there's good stuff for people that, uh, to recognize that uh, there is an orderly creator to the universe. And mm-hmm. This is how this, I, I wish I had a, um, a diagram here because this is kind of how we want to look at it like this. Uh, imagine if you would in your mind's eye, two circles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now in the first circle, okay, you have the two circles overlapping. All right. And one circle is going one direction and the other circle is going the other direction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Basically, that the Christian in the one circle is trying to flee from the world, mm-hmm. flee from worldliness, and so therefore the Christian should not have any involvement in worldly things, including government. This is kind of where what gave rise to monasticism. And there have been those sort of movements within Christendom for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And, and we can see many historical examples of that. Um, uh, there's perhaps some biblical warrant for that. Maybe, maybe not. Hard to tell. Then imagine a new diagram. Two more circles representing the same thing. Kingdom of this world, the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Citizens of the kingdom of the world, citizens of the kingdom of God. Uh, and again, there's overlap. Mm-hmm. Only this time, uh, there is uh, some tension going on because on the one hand, you see those who are citizens of the kingdom of God pushing to control the kingdom of this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the classic examples of that historically would be uh, when Constantine uh, declared that Christianity was okay, uh, and which later became not simply okay, but it would become the imperial religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, seems like a victory, 
maybe. Uh, another example of that would be Calvin and Geneva. He wanted to start a theocracy there. And I think that's the friends, our friends with, uh, who are putting out on Hulu this, uh, this show, uh, The Handmaidens, whatever, uh, uh, Tale, that's it. Handmaidens, Handmaidens Tale, yeah, I, th- yeah. I, think I think is what, what it's it called. Is. I've never so. I've, seen it. Yeah, but uh, I'm not going to rush out and try to see it either. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's the thing that they're worried about, that there is this uh, attempt to uh, do that. But in the same diagram, uh, the, 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 the citizens of the kingdom of God are worried that the citizens of the kingdom of this world are pushing an arrow the other direction to try to control them. Mm. Okay. And that's, I think that's probably the best description of faith and government and the relationship of faith and government as the discussion exists today. Mm-hmm. But there's a third option, a third perspective. And imagine the circles again, two circles, kingdom of this world, kingdom of God. But this time, the circles overlap. They're, 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 there's a smaller circle within the larger circle. The smaller circle is the kingdom of God, the citizens of the church, mm-hmm. and they are within the larger circle, which is the kingdom of this world, uh, which I believe would be a more accurate description that a Christian is a citizen of two kingdoms mm-hmm. and that God rules uh, these two kingdoms both places. Uh, the Bible is pretty clear about this. I actually will quote the Bible. Imagine that. What? Uh, yes. Another one from Psalms. I, I, I was able to pick out Psalm 127 from our friend Ben. I knew what he was doing there. Uh, uh, Psalm 24, though, uh, it says, uh, and I quote, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You know, it really doesn't matter what people say. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter at all. It all belongs to God. Right. It's all God's just, you know, Calm down, mm-hmm. you know, take a powder. Uh, it's all God's. Uh, yes, there is spiritual warfare in, in God's world. Yes, there are forces of darkness in God's world. But it's God's world, mm-hmm. as I said. We just got to understand that from the get-go. Uh, and God rules this world through the law. Mm-hmm. It is through the law. Here are the laws. Here's what it means to be a good citizen. Let's all, all y'all be good citizens. And you know what? I want my neighbors to be good citizens. I want to be a good citizen. I want to be thought of as, you know, there's old Paul Cross. He's a good citizen, even though his son is firing off fireworks at all hours of the night on the 4th of July to celebrate he's a good American. Because he's a good American, but he's not a good citizen because he needs to come over a little bit sooner to clean up after himself. Uh, 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 And uh, actually, uh, he, he came over ultimately and helped out yes but, uh, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless you know there's uh, the rocket's red glare was leaving sort of trash in my neighbor's yard uh, 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 and and which is disturbing because i want to be a good neighbor right you know? yeah uh, that's about a being a mm-hmm. citizen mm-hmm. all right uh, but the kingdom of god the citizen of the kingdom of god i also want to be a faithful christian mm-hmm. not just a good citizen but a faithful christian and god rules the kingdom of god the, the, the kingdom of the right so to speak and the kingdom of the left they talk about and that god rules that kingdom up uh, through the gospel mm-hmm. and i want to be a purveyor of the gospel like George Mason says, talking about, you know, Christian forbearance. I don't think he would have used the word tolerance. I'm not, I'm going to object to that, but that's all right. <laughs> As I said, that's, that's somebody's, uh, you know, uh, understanding of that word, but to, to be forbearing, because God is forbearing. Mm-hmm. And I think that as 
the for, in the forbearance of God towards this world, which does all sorts of wicked and evil things, and even legislates wicked and evil things from time to time, God is forbearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to keep that in mind. Um, uh, uh, but we're citizens of two kingdoms. Uh, we're citizens of the kingdom of God, citizens of the kingdom of this world at the same time. Mm-hmm. And our job is to be good citizens in the kingdom of this world and to be faithful citizens in the kingdom of God. Right. So did I say all that? Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Well, there you go. All right. Well, and and, and, I, and I, and I'm not mad at them. They still do a good framing job. Uh, they still, <laughs> I still will, I still go to them over for, for, for framing. Uh, but you know, I'm not mad at them. <laughs> They're the only place that has Christmas decorations out right now. So, so now I am mad at them. Well, I'm not. Uh, you know, well, I kind of feel July. bad because Paul Paul just gave such a good answer, and I don't want to be the realist from the marketing department. To, the realist from the marketing to tell you what I think happened. Tell me what happened. Yeah. I'm curious. I, well, you you mentioned it. Yeah, Ben Franklin as a journalist is a little cynical. A Very cynical. I feel like that bleeds over into marketing, advertising, public relations, and I'm going to guess that their marketing team got together and thought, well, okay, you know, we got this money. Let's put it towards some ads. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, everything else likes, you know, to bleed into traditionally Christian holidays, Christmas, Easter. Mm -hmm. Let's get you on back. We'll, we'll we'll bleed into 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take your fireworks, put a little Jesus with it. (laughs) Put a little Jesus on your fire. Smack a little Jesus on you. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, I I don't know. I I th- they, they may well just have been doing that. Just sure. let's do some let's do some quotes here, mm-hmm. um, and drumming up business. I mean, people yeah. are talking about Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least they are at forty six zero one South University well, Drive. They certainly, and are. when they go to the store, they're gonna have to pay full price. How dare they? Yeah. That's the real <laughs> crime here. Never forget about my forty percent off coupon. I keep mentioning it. Maybe they'll just send me a, like a honorary one we'll tag him yeah we'll tag him in the episode perfect you, you think huh i hope either that or send their attorney to you one of the other <laughs> two cease and desist <laughs> nda exactly oh that's great uh, yeah. yeah i you know it, it could be as i said uh 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 Yes. Because yes. they're Hobby Lobby, the mm-hmm. the people were going to jump yep. on this for sure. Sure, uh, it imagine. could even be that it, they thought it was a good way to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Chick Fil A said this? You know, oh, oh gosh, holy oh. cow, weeping, gnashing of teeth. I mean, screaming. Uh, you know, mob. You know, going crazy and uh, uh, losing their minds. Absolutely, the line would be all the way out to Forty Second Street. <laughs> no, it would be here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need another one, to be quite honest. Yeah. Man, if you want to go to Chick-fil-A here in Fargo, well, have you, you, seen better, the, set, have you, you better set some time aside. Mm, I don't want to give away my hack, but there's there's a way to beat the line. Is there? Mm-hmm. Walk up to the window? Nope. You can't do that. Nope. Uh, you got to get the app and do a mobile pickup order oh, way quicker. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I think the reason, the reason why, you know, they don't have another one right here on 52nd and uh, Interstate 29, which would be 
folks, That's an ideal big. place to put one, but I think it's because uh, uh, it's hard to get people to uh, yeah. employees here. Oh cool. man, yeah, that's. I thought you were going to say because they have chicken at Don's Car Wash. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, actually, I have to be kind about chicken at Don's Car Wash because uh, I uh, I'm a, a close personal friend. In fact, a close personal friend of the regional representative for I think it's Champs Chicken. Is that what? Yeah, it, it is. And uh, hey. And I have to uh, say kind uh, things about it. I will go there for a dip, dipper bowl, and I'm not ashamed of it. Okay. I'll, I'll uh, go right down there for one. I'm slightly speaking of Chick Fil A expanding in Fargo. I'm slightly disappointed because, I, as much as I say Twitter's going to die, I put all my good ideas out there for people to steal mm-hmm. and use. Mm-hmm. And I said they should go into the ghost of the Kentucky Fried on 25th. That mm. would be a good place. Are they We're putting something Chip- in there? Chipotle. Is that what's going in there? Yep. Oh. You don't look impressed. It would have been, you know, I, I, of the two, I'm more of a Cadoba guy. Same. Mm. But I mean, I'm not yeah. against Chipotle. I mean, I've only I'm, been there once, and and uh, everything's so spicy. Oh, that's because you're from. I, it's real bad, bad case. Bad. The Caucasians. Yeah, you, you really got a bad case. Ketchup gets a little zesty. So ketchup gets zesty. Back to Chick Fil A. <laughs> you know the drummer Tommy Lee. Yeah. Had a Starbucks in his basement. Oh yeah. Maybe we could get a Chick Fil A. Right here in in the podcast room. You know, the problem with having a Chick-fil-A <laughs> on premise here is on the busiest day, it would have to be shut down. I true. mean, most people are in the building on Sunday, and it would have to be shut down. There. I feel like oh, the real problem true. is then where are you going to put the, like, anytime fitness just to, like, counteract all the chicken well, We've got an anytime drugs. fitness space. we got space for that. Oh, yeah, okay. We can do that. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true. We even got a gymnasium, you know. Well, true. Just got to huh. get a couple treadmills. Yeah, Absolutely. I, you know, I hope I didn't go crazy on this. Or no, I, I know. I don't think you did at all. I, yeah. They know where to send you to find you to send you hate mail if they <laughs> yeah, exactly. need be. They, they do. They, they do. I, well, there, there's a certain individual who I love dearly, and, and we ha- go around and around about this. Part of it's me kind of needling her. I just, <laughs> I just I, she, she reacts so well, but we've been going around and around about a certain president, uh, whether or not this individual was, in fact, a Christian uh, or, or not. And, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and uh, no record of him being a member of a church anywhere, no record of him ever being baptized. Okay. And, you know, it, t- kind of a tough sell uh, mm. if you're going to try to say, and, you know, this is the thing that kind of gets me a little bit, is that, you know, uh, I am a guy who, you know, wants the reign of God. I really do. Yep. I, I am a guy who wants the gospel to go forth. I, I really am. Uh, I, 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 I don't like seeing the direction of our society, I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, what I don't like is Christians compromising on their leadership. Uh, that's not a good thing either. And and you, you got to say, you know, if this is who we're going to be behind, we got to be behind these sort of things. We got to mm-hmm. say, this is this is how this works. And, and you know, here are the criteria. And and, and I, you know, there's a, there's a litany not just a single individual. There's a pattern of that, that that sometimes pops up. People are not perfect. That's again one of the reasons why I like being Lutheran because I happen not to be perfect, and uh, and I happen to believe that uh, people Christians are both simultaneously sinners and saints. So you know uh, we all stand at the foot of the cross together for the same reason because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. we're all sinners. Uh, at the same time, you know when you get into the second model, remember the second model I was talking about, mm-hmm. where you want to have this sort of you know godly Christian government type thing. Well, it, it would it would preclude that I need for godly Christians uh, a, a, to be there too. And, mm-hmm. and there's some great people, you know, having worked and grown up in Washington, DC, um, 
Oh, I'm going to regret what I'm saying. <laughs> but I can just say this. I, had, I, I worked in a Buick shop very close to the nation's capital. Okay. And we had a lot of representatives of, in both sides of the aisle uh, drop their cars. Actually, they would have their people drop their cars mm-hmm. off. And, um, and you got the sense that these people had a certain pretentiousness about them because they would send their people yeah. to drop their cars They're minions. Mm-hmm. They're minions. Mm-hmm. Um, I do recall, though, one guy who came in uh, and uh, uh, dropped his, he had a Skylark. It wasn't an Electra 225, which was built on the same chassis as a Cadillac. Sort of <laughs> a good way to try to, f- to fool your constituents. Oh, I don't drive a Cadillac. I drive a Buick instead. Same, same factory <laughs> line. I, I'm telling you, they came, uh, but uh, 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 they drove Electra 225s. And, uh, uh, but, you know, I had about 14 congressmen come in. Again, both sides of the aisle. Mm-hmm. But this one guy comes in, driving a very humble sky. He had a station wagon, too, and he'd drop it off. And so, but there was some things. I had to call him up to, to get approval to get some more work done on it. And the guy was a senator, it turns out. And, you know, I got to talk. But he brought his car. He was a really humble kind of guy, and I always remembered him. And I always thought, you know, there are a few good people out there that do this. And I was mm-hmm. always impressed by the fact that, you know, uh, it, at a very menial sort of thing, Mm-hmm. He didn't think all that highly of himself. The rest of them, uh, I don't know. So mm-hmm. when, you, when you show up there, it was kind of kind of crazy. So right. Anyway. Right. Oh well. Yeah. Don't want to cast a, a aspersions on all all folks that do that for a living, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Is that enough? I think so. Yeah. I I, th- I think that. Um, um, Oh, there'll be there'll be there'll be angry mail saying the stuff that I missed and said that they misunderstood, and then DJ will have to clean up my mess, which will which will be a pure delight because he's so good at that. Did you know that DJ is a real gem? He really is. Yeah. DJ is you know he is a he's he, a he sweetheart. puts up with a lot. Love that guy. I love the guy. He's a sweetheart. He has to put up you know he has to you know he has to you know you know work with me. I mean goodness gracious sakes alive. And but he's 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 a, he's a pretty good theologian. It's yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you want a, a testament to what a good guy he is? Yeah. He, he all but insisted that Sarah continue to come back once a week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ryan was ready to. Pfft. Name's Mud. Who's that? We don't know her. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Yeah, no, God bless y'all. Thank you again. I'll, the next yeah. time you need a replacement, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Terry Bradshaw is sitting here at the waiting room, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I haven't been married as many times as he has, though, so I, yeah. <laughs> Paul, that would have been a prime time. Just, uh, yep. Next time you need a replacement, call Mark. <laughs> So you you almost got all the way through with no controversial statements, and, almost. Uh, and then and then you throw poor Terry under the bus. Yeah. Throw poor Terry under. The, well, you know, you never know. He could be a listener. Yeah, he, he could be a listener. Know. You know, I like the guy. I, I do, except he played for Pittsburgh. You know, mm-hmm. and and my first church. This is this has got it. Where we my first church <laughs> in was the in the shadows of Pittsburgh. It was in Weirton, West Virginia. Okay, and. All they ever talked about was the Immaculate Reception. Oh, yeah. And, and every one of them was there. Mm-hmm. Now, they weren't in church that day, you know, as I said, but every <laughs> one of them was there at the Immaculate Reception. Uh-huh. These people, you know, they just, it would, <laughs> let me tell you something. It's, it's, it's tough being a fan of the Washington Football Club. 
uh-huh. uh, because of the controversies that have gone. But back in the day when we were uh, fans of the Washington Football Club, we had certain teams that we loved to hate. And it wasn't just uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh-huh. Uh, we also loved to hate the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, for many and various reasons. But, yeah, so absolutely. There you go. All right. Anybody uh, volunteer to pray us out of here, Sarah? Sarah Paul's got it. Paul's got No, not after saying that. (laughs) Okay. Sarah, take us out of here. Great. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and for this time together. And Lord, that we thank you that no matter who is in charge or who is ruling, you are the one true king and you have control over everything in our lives and that you continue to guide us. And Lord, I just pray that whoever's listening knows your peace and your blessings and just the joy of being a Christian and being a follower of Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Paul, thank you for being here. Nice to be here. Sure happy. Sarah, thank you for showing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call the bus back just run me over one more time. Hey, uh, if you are uh, listening and you're looking for a place to worship this weekend, uh, we are having services in person Mm -hmm. here at 4601 South University Drive in Fargo, North Dakota. Or you can also catch us online. You can go to YouTube and search Atonement Fargo, or you can go to atonement.live or atonementfargo.org. Right now, we are in the manual, the Book of Ephesians working on that. If you uh, would like to catch up, you'd like to find uh, uh, past uh, sermons, you can find those on the YouTube page. You can also find the Revelation Bible study, which is going on right now. Uh, Fantastic study. We're about five or six weeks in, but you can find all the old uh, or the past, I should say, episodes of that also on YouTube. (laughs) What? Old. I apologize. (laughs) They weren't old when DJ was doing them, but when I'm doing, they're old. I never. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't I think I. Pl- I don't mm-hmm. think I plugged them. No. Uh, maybe I did. You did. I don't yeah. know. Well, whatever. <laughs> if you would like to find any of our past content, uh, you can find that at uh, uh, YouTube by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Sarah DeYoung and Pastor Paul Cross, my name is Ryan Janke. Join us next time for another riveting episode of that podcast.